TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. From the WEEI studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Diving deep into the Red Sox, it's Red Sox Review with Rob Bradford on WEEI. All right, I know everybody was waiting for those spots to be over so they could rant and rave and hear me rant and rave. This is a good rant and raving time. Like I said, leading into the Celtics gives you something to distract yourself heading into tomorrow because there's a lot to pick through. You want to talk about how great sale is? Was? Is? Great. Let's do it. You want to talk about these bizarre rules of Major League Baseball and how we saw this coming? This isn't minor leagues. This isn't Grapefruit League. This is the real life ninth inning. And you have the, the, the umpire, I guess, and we'll play the chorus sound from it. We'll, we'll play his explanation of it. But as he's going to point out, the umpire is giving the wrong signal. He's giving the wrong signal for the rule. So if he's not going to announce it, he's giving the wrong signal. We have everybody in there looking at the, the pitch clock saying, what are you talking about? It's 18 seconds left. And I'm not saying it's a be-all, end-all. I think the rule, this particular rule is stupid, but it's a rule. And they didn't abide by it. They got a warning. They didn't abide. That's not why they lost. Why they lost was Kenley Jansen was wild again. Kenley Jansen didn't have his stuff again. And then, of course, they gave it up in the ninth inning. That's why they lost. Kike Hernandez makes the error, gives him the extra run. That's why they lost. All of it, that's why they lost. It is how, what it is. Right now, in case you want to know the standings, if you're all about that, they're a half game of the wild card. But here's the thing. As I said before, it's great that these teams are good in this division. We talked about this all week, about how it, it, and Justin Turner said this. It's really, really good that you have to play meaningful games and you have to prove yourself. And I think that, for the most part, the Red Sox have proved themselves. But at the same time, you cannot lose to a team. This is bizarre to sit, think. The St. Louis Cardinals have the worst record, even after today, in the National League. They're 10 games under five hundred. You cannot lose to that team. And that's just the fact. Sure, you, we can talk about, much like we did yesterday. I wrote about it today. The, the story of yesterday was James Paxson. It is, it is what it is. The story of yesterday was James Paxson. Kenley Jansen has a hiccup. So forth and so on. So, but then you come back today, and we have to go down that road. The problem is, is that you needed to win the game. You needed to win the game. And as I said before, I think... 
that Alex Cora bringing back Kenley Jansen was in line with what he has done in the past during his managerial tenure with the Red Sox. And that is an established player, an established reliever has a bad outing. He wants to come right back to him, giving him another shot. It didn't work out this time. All right. Like I said, 617-779-7937. We're going to give you this chance. This is a, a great opportunity for you, rant and rave, disagree, agree, whatever you want. All right, let's go. First of all, let's go to Tim. Hey, Tim, what's going on, my friend? Hey, Rob, need to disagree with you on Cora here. Okay. So this team is right on the edge, right? They might be sellers. They might be buyers. There may not be meaningful baseball this year in August and September. I need a sense of urgency. Even if I agree with you that bringing back a geriatric closer 18 hours after you threw 22 pitches and looked gassed was the right decision, and I don't. The second he threw that first pitch at 92 miles an hour and missed by a foot, you needed Schreiber and Martin gearing up in the bullpen right away. You can't leave Jensen out there to get absolutely shelled again. So where is the sense of urgency? Second point in the last one make on Cora, ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning, down by one. you got a runner on first base. Why are we bringing in a punch and Judy hitter like Reese McGuire when Valdez is sitting on the bench and can put the ball out of the ballpark, left, center, and right? It's a good question. I mean, all both good points. I'm not going to disagree with you. And thanks for the call, Tim. The thing is, is I don't necessarily disagree as I'm watching that unfold, having someone ready to go a little bit sooner and maybe pulling the string a little bit sooner. Now, Nolan Gorman rifles a double. It was sort of, it felt like Kenley didn't have it, but that's a tough call. That is a tough call. I actually thought there was a chance after you walk the bases loaded that you bring in Chris Martin, who was warming up, because you know he's not going to walk someone. He never walks anybody. But that wasn't really, the, maybe that wasn't a bad move, because you almost get the double play. The problem in that play was that Kike Hernandez made the bad throw, allowed him to tie. You just have to make a good throw. You're not going to get the double play there. Go back and look at the review. Go back and look at the replay. You're not going to get the double play. So, but you need to make the good throw. You got the ground ball, but you didn't get the execution of it. So it's a fair point, I believe, about maybe not pulling the trigger on Kenley a little bit sooner after you see. But that goes, I'll go back to what I said. This is the original reason why you brought him in. Because you're saying, hey, you know what? You're going to get more rope than, than most. You had a bad outing. I'm going to bring you back. You have some struggles in the first couple batters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with you. That's what he does, and and I get the urgency. I understand. I understand. This is, like I said, I mean every game counts, and you can't. When you're looking at the schedule, what hurts the most is even though the Cardinals is a ta- is a talented team, they're ten games under 500. They have the worst record in the National League. All right, let's go to Zach on the phone lines. What's going on, Zach? How you doing? Hey Rob, how's it going? Good. Good. Um, so I have to disagree with you on the rule being bad because, um, like, he was very clearly going into his windup before Contreras was anywhere near set. And the reason why it was a good rule is because it would be a quick pitch and you used to have a soft timeout as a batter where you put up your hand to get set into the box. And so... I put that squarely on Kenley. He wasn't paying attention at all. Well, okay, so you you are absolutely correct. You're an astute observer of the game, I can tell. The <laughs> the the thing is is that 
I don't know if I like – I think some of these rules are going to have to be adjusted. So you're right. You have to give the hitter a chance. So you give the hitter a chance, and that's the rule. The rule's the rule. I, I hear you. Right. And he was and he was given a warning, too. And he so he that's the thing that, that is the dagger in this whole thing. You're given the warning. Yeah. It's on your radar. There's just a couple things. I just think that there's some things like this. We're going to have to make tweaks too. And we knew this was going to happen. The problem is, and maybe this is just, you know, the here and the now, the frustration of the here and the now. We we knew this was coming, right? Zach, we knew yeah. this was coming when we were going through this and we we're trying to sift through in, in the Grapefruit League and they're saying, oh, well, no, this happened in the minor leagues. It is different in the ninth inning of a game, of a major league game. We knew this was coming somewhere along the line. And here it is. But your overall point is a good one. He was given a warning. That's the rule. He shouldn't have done it. Yes. Yes. And All then right. uh, to add on to that, TK has to eat that. A shortstop doesn't throw that ball. That's just not not reasonable. Well, exactly. And th- Zach, thanks for the call. I mean, the nine errors leads the major leagues at shortstops. At shortstop. And I thought, actually, he had been playing a lot better at shortstop. A lot better. But, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that he, as you said, you cannot make that throw. You cannot make a bad throw there, if nothing else. And, and Justin Turner probably thinks that they have a chance at getting the double play. That's why he makes a stretch. And, and, uh, and so he, 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 he can't knock it down. But still, you know, you can't make a bad throw there. What happened was you take the lead. All right. Uh, so what, I want to get some clarification. I'm going to get to the rest of these calls, but I want to get some clarification from what Alex Cora said um, on, in terms of what his understanding of the rules were. Now, what you're going to hear is the umpire, he said the umpire is giving the wrong signal. I'm going off of what Alex Cora is saying, but, but let's just listen to Alex Cora, what he said after the game. The hitter needs to be in the box and alert. At the latest at eight, the pitcher needs to give the hitter time to be in the box and alert. And I think the whole thing was like, you know, they were getting in the box at eight and Kenley was going already. They give you a warning. And then after that, it's an automatic ball. The whole confusion was like he kept going like this. I don't know if there's another sign for what was happening. So I think the rule was... You know the rule is the rule, and that's 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 what happened the whole the whole inning. So, after the first violation, was it like had it was it effectively you know was it known to Kenny exactly what was what he was being called for? He gave him the warning, yeah. kind of like you have to make sure the hitter is in the box on alert, and then after that, you don't have to tell him. That. I don't know if you got to tell him that the viol- that's the violation. It's not a pitch clock violation. It was at eight the whole time, right? right. So it just this happened. Yeah. So it's not called a pitch clock violation in that instance. It's, it's a violation. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of violation it is, but you know, the rule is that rule. You know, you have to let the hitter. They made an adjustment, I think, early in the season about that. Kind of like this is the first time it has happened to him, and to us. Just, you know, it what sucks. You, what do you see from him today? I mean, we got 
you know, he, they hit a double, but, you know, the walk obviously put him in the best spot. Then the walk to Contreras with violation. We got a ground ball in a situation where we needed it. We didn't turn to the play. Um, you know, one of those that he was wild early on and they had traffic and put pressure on us. I'm sure that you guys looked at everything after yesterday. Like, are you seeing, you know, seeing the velocity kind of fluctuate a little bit as well as? 94, 95, I think. The aberration was in Atlanta, you know, like he's, he wasn't throwing 99 here, you know. I think he's been 94 to 96, you know, so just they put good at bats. And, um, you know, in that situation, it was a slow roller. We didn't turn over play, and you know, they took advantage of it. I mean, obviously, you won't be available tomorrow after going back to back and everything, but no, has it like. It's not his back. It's not his back. He's. He's healthy, you know, just guys putting good at bats, I guess. What did you see from Chris? I think it was good. Um, you know, good velocity, good command. The slider play there halfway through it. Um, you know, gave us a chance to win. Um, you know, the stuff, it wasn't 99 like the other day, but uh, I think it benefited from, from the rest. You know, um, he, he was really good. He was really good. Was that the sharpest you've seen the slider? Um, from my view on the side, it, it always looks sharp, but uh, I'll take a look at the video and, and see how he played. But there were some bad swings in the slider. Um, he made some good pitches with a fastball halfway through the game. Uh, you know, I don't know if there were, were the shadows or his stuff, you know, and there were some awkward swings. Uh, but overall, a great, great job. You know, um, you know he, he did an amazing job. He's trending in the right direction, and uh, that's a positive for us. Oh, you always try, you know, you don't want to throw it away. So um, it was one of those that we took the chance, kind of like, okay, let's, let's, let's play two depth and try to get a ground ball to play. Worst case scenario, they score one, you know, and we, we keep the in in life and we get the next guy out and we get a chance to win the game. But it was a, you know, high chopper, slow, slow grounder and we didn't turn we good. In, in oh. terms of his, you know, sorry, uh, yeah. like his overall throwing, you know, uh, I think he, I mean, it's been like 10 days that he's been playing elite shortstop. You know, he just rushed that one trying to make a play. You know, the routine ones are the ones that you kind of like wonder what's going on. But in that one, hey, he's trying to pick up his, uh, his buddy, you know, his closer, you know, and it just didn't happen. No, that one was uh, about his delivery. Yeah, quick pitch. Now you cannot, like, you have to be grounded to make a pitch, regardless if it's a sliced up, quick, quick pitch, whatever. Yeah. We're good. All right, that's it. That's If you want to react to Alex Cora, he gave a little bit of the explanation. I think the umpire was correct. He gave the warning. My biggest issue with number one is that it's another rule I think that we have to tweak. And, and also, I would love better communication because if it's a pitch clock, they, as Cora said, we, when he's pointing to his wrist, he, if the manager doesn't understand the sign, then there's a problem. There's a problem with communication. Um, so, But we can react to that. You can react to Kike's throw. You can react to Kenley. You can react to Sale. All of that. I see the phone lines all jacked up. But you know what? Right now, we got a trend. 
The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. It's been a tough it's been a tough couple days for the Red Sox. They blew back-to-back ninth inning leads, losing to the Cardinals for the second day in a row. They lost earlier today at Fenway 4 to 3. They'll get a chance to avoid the sweep tomorrow as they'll play the Cardinals once again to finish out the series in Boston. Corey Kluber will get the start first pitch at 7-10. The Celtics managed to save off elimination on Friday night, beating the Sixers 95-86 in Philadelphia. Jason Tatum came alive in the fourth quarter with 16 of his total 19 points. They'll come back to the TD Garden for Game 7, tip-off Sunday at 3.30. And last night, the Nuggets eliminated the Suns, beating Phoenix 125-100. to The Heat knocked out the Knicks, winning 96-92. to And LeBron James and the Lakers beat out Steph Curry and the Warriors with a 122-101 to victory. The Patriots' 2023 season schedule was officially released on Friday night. Their home opener will be against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles on September 10th. And Robert Kraft has confirmed that Tom Brady will return to Gillette Stadium to be honored during the aforementioned Patriots home opener. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Red Sox, Red Sox review with Bravo right after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. All right, let's get back to it. This is your chance to rant, rave, applaud, boo, whatever you want to do. I'm Rob Bradford. This is Red Sox Review. 617-779-7937. I see you all lined up. I have some numbers from Kenley Jansen. I look back at last year. See if he had any back-to-back save, blown saves like this. What I have seen from last year, and he's a better pitcher than last year. He has been anyway. He cruised through April, and he only had one outing where he gave up a run. That was April 8th. And then in May, he had five of them. And he had a bunch in, in, in sort of in just a matter of about a week and a half. 518, 521, 524, 531. You gave up runs. So, and I'll, I don't want to go through his whole game log, but just to give you an idea. Yeah, you know, they, they come in a little bit of a bunches. 
maybe that's that's a trend with him. We're, we're getting to know Kenley Jansen. We still probably think that he's better than he is last year, but they have to fix this. He had to fix this, and as I said at the outset, my take on it is that I wasn't surprised that Alex Cora went back with him. I think that's what Cora does, especially with veteran relievers. He says, go get him. I f- have faith in you. I trust you. Uh, and that's what he did there. And I think he leaves, gives him some rope, too, when it comes to the outing. Yeah, his stuff wasn't great out of the gate, but I don't think he really, really wants to pull the trigger after walking the bases loaded, even though Chris Martin is going to throw a lot of strikes. He's going to go with Kenley. Kenley gets a ground ball. doesn't work out. All right, like I said, I've talked way too much. It's your time to talk. Let's go back to the phone lines. Our great friend, Jeff in Watertown. Jeff, what's going on, my friend? Hey, Brad Ford. I, I, I never know when to find you these days. The last thing I thought is you'd be working Saturday night, but it's, it's good to hear your voice. So. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm all over the place. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, always, it's always fun. I like to, Jeff, before you go, I yeah. like doing these once in a while. I like this. I mean, this is – it's not difficult to get to – get, whether yeah. they win or lose, whatever, to play the passion, the great game of baseball. Let's go. Absolutely. Well, well you know, but for my, you know, my thing – uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I have to admit, you know, Hyam Bloom, you know, I've, I've been down on him for a while. And, you know, you started to see the, the fruits of his labors. And, you know, he had the patience with Durant. I mean, I never thought – I never wanted to see Durant on, on the Red, you know, on the Red Sox again. I mean, I, I was, you know, completely, you know, convinced of that. And, and you know, he's turned it around. And, uh, you know, and, and Brian Bella, I was like, you know, really? Baby Pedro? And then all of a sudden, you know, the last couple of outings, you know, he's looked pretty darn – you know, so – I understand that, but the question that I've had with him, and I still do, like, you know, is he going to try, you know, the farm system is reloaded. There's some prospects that, you know, is he going to try to make a move? Is he going to try to fix this team? And, and even should he? Because, you know, it's still, you know, last place, or close to the last place and first place team. And, and this is just what I didn't want. I didn't want to have a team that I was going to be, like, excited about that was scrappy, that, you know, that could, and then just, but, you know, still doesn't really achieve anything. So I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all. I don't know what to do. You're all confused. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. don't know what to make of this team. I'm well, happy like I said, you know, like this, the, I'm happy nothing to is, no, I mean, go ahead. Good. No, no, you got it. I'm sorry. No, I said nothing has changed. 2023 Red Sox, colon, maybe. <laughs> uh, but it's. <laughs> exactly. But I think that more things have worked out as we sit here. More things have worked out than they haven't. And it's breaking the way that you, you can make the case that they can hang with teams. I mean, that was my biggest thing. Can you yeah, sure? Too. You know, we we saw this last year where they went on that run. It was all mostly against crappy teams. This year, I thought that win against the Braves was huge. I think that that you see them go up against the Blue Jays. You're like, okay, you know what? You can hang with them. This is a dagger, though. You should have won these two games, and in it's kind of important that you win these games. It's the worst team in the National League by record. So, but I do think that they, as we sit here to answer your question, if it helps at all, Jeff, I do think that they've shown that they can at least hang with the big boys, which I don't think that was the case last year. Yeah, no, that, that's absolutely true. And, and, I'm, and I'm hoping that, that um, you know, I'm hoping that Haim, you know, filling the, the love that he was getting and, and seeing that people maybe are trusting a little bit is going to now try to make a, you know, I hope he can. I mean, I don't know they, if anybody makes big trades anymore. But this team, to me, is a team that looks like it needs, you know, it, it needs like a, a, a jolt of an infusion of talent, maybe, a, you know, maybe a, a big trade. And, you know, just, you know, maybe you have to give up a Duran. Maybe you have to give up somebody you don't, you know, you're in the minors that you're uncomfortable giving up. But but maybe you can, you know, get us, you know, a starting pitcher. So, you know, 
yeah, so, yeah, it was great to see. I mean, this is the first time all year that a, that a Red Sox starter went into what the eighth, uh, seventh inning, I think. Right? Yeah, well, the eighth, I, yeah, pitched a. And but I, yeah, me. I, I can't even. No, it's it's a it's a tough. We're gonna we could go with Jeff. We have a ton of people, yeah. but I, I always get talking. Uh, I'm on the broadcast tomorrow. On the broadcast. Tomorrow. Oh, oh, you are. All right, yep. I'll take it then. All right, take care. All right, all right, thanks, Jeff. All right, yeah, and like you said, I mean, I think that what they're trying to do, you have to figure out what you have before you get to the trade deadline. You have to figure out if Jaron Duran's for real. You have to figure out if Brian Bayless for real. You got to figure out who's for real and who's not. Exactly what you have, and I think they did a good job of that heading into May. This stretch where we thought oh, this is going to be a brutal schedule, but they did figure out a lot. Where in April you hadn't figured out a lot. Anyway, all right, Rich and Peabody, what's going on, Rich? brother what's happening rob you can hear me look rob no i disagree with you as far as jansen's can as um as far as jansen's i don't think he's that good the minute they signed him in the offseason i'm saying oh you got to be kidding me this guy's always been shaky i don't care about his 400 saves in the past go back to the 18 world series the red sox beat him up the guy's not listen to me if we're gonna rely on him for this season as I close, as it goes on, we're in for a long season, brother. I'm dead scary, Rob. Kenley Jansen is not that good. He's at the back end of his career, and he's what you call one of those heart attack closers, bro. Rob, period. Yeah, all right, so I would, just ask you, I would just ask you this, and, and it's fine. if I mean, you have your opinion of Kenley Jansen. I know this. And, 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 no, one second, Rich. I, I went into this signing, and I was, I was skeptical. Sure, I was skeptical. I mean, you're talking about a guy, yeah, he had 41 saves last year, but I will give him credit that I do feel like he's a better pitcher than he was. And I would ask you this, Rich. On Thursday, we, or what, what day is this? I'm losing track. Yeah, on Thursday. Saturday. Yeah, so on Thursday, after he's blowing 99, you know, dominating and, and really hasn't had any hiccups, hardly any hiccups at all to that point, were you saying the same thing? No, Rob, I'm being honest with you, bro, and I'm not just saying this. I've always been skeptical about him. I didn't like it when they signed him. The guy's got control issues. He's always walked a lot of guys, bro. Rob, he's not, listen, he's not cut out to close games in Boston when the pressure's going to stop being on. When when hey, when it went to the top of the ninth inning today, my wife's right here. I shut the radio <laughs> off. I went back a while later, and the game was still going on. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. I didn't know what the score was. And then they said, something about a throwing error, and we're down a run. It's like, you've got to be kidding me with this guy. And one more thing, Rob, as far as Duran, why the hell would Cora pinch it for him yesterday? That made no sense at all. That was stupid. He does some, he does some stupid things. And I'm not a big Cora guy. I'm going to be honest with you on that either. Well, I could, the old, one thing I know to be true: never turn your radio off. Right? That, that's no, one I hear thing. you on that. I mean, we can we no. can agree to disagree, but we could all all agree: never turn your radio off. All right, Rich. Thanks, man. I appreciate right, it. Uh, that's what this is all about: ranting and raving, agreeing, disagreeing, whatever you want. Uh, so, what do we got? Let's go to Rama and Gloucester. Hello, Rob. It's been a while. How you doing, bud? Good, good. What's happening, my friend? Well, I'm just um. I didn't get to watch the Red Sox today. Uh, I was at the Somerville Porch Fest. Which there was you a go. <laughs> yeah, it's Porch Fest. It's Porch Fest season, everybody out there. Look for it in your town or near your town. Arlington's got a good one. There's a lot of them out there. So uh, I, I love baseball. It's one of my passions. But I haven't had a chance to watch a lot this year. But I just want to ask you a specific question. Nothing to do with today's game uh, dramatics or whatever. 
But good for you for covering it, and good for you for doing what you do. I love you, brother. Well, um, thank you. But yeah, I want to ask, yeah, you're, yeah, you're an insider, so I want to ask you a pointed question, uh, a question and a little co- a comment, if I could, please. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, okay? Yeah. Uh, apparently, Cora, the management, loved the guy, okay? So he must be a, a good dude, must be have a great attitude. He seems to have a great attitude. He'll play wherever they play them wherever they want him to play. But there was talk over the last year or so that they're going to put him back at pitcher where he was in college, throwing 95, 96, 97. You know more than I on this. Uh, and you have the ear of, or your colleagues do, of Cora, of Hein Bloom. Will you please ask them why, or maybe you can answer it real pointedly, why has he not played pitcher? And bring him into pitcher. He's a pinch runner. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. Obviously not nearly as fast as Duran, and don't ever get rid of Duran. He's a stud. But uh, how about Bobby Dahlbeck at pitcher? Why is he not pitching? Well, first off, will you agree to be our porch fest correspondent on Red Sox Review? Absolutely, Bob. Uh, if you want to get my, I mean, uh, Rob, I, if you want to get my number. We need, we need all summer long. We need you to check in with the Porch Fest updates. And Rob, I'm going to let you I'll go. Thanks God. for call. Thanks for calling. Uh, we got a I'll lot of callers best. online. But, um, but I would just say this: is that Bobby Ball back there? He's not pitching this year. He, yeah, he pitched in college. He's not pitching this year. Right now, he's the depth option down in Worcester. Um, and they, it just was not a fit in terms of what they needed, a right-handed defensive middle infielder. So that's why he's down in Worcester. All right, uh, let's go to Steve in Centerville. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, we're not old friends. I hope you're willing to take the call. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, let's just, you know, you're a baseball guy. Tell me, what do you think the over and under is for the number of errors that Kike gets to commit before the Red Sox brass decide, you know what, maybe we got to try something else at short. I mean, if you look at the numbers, the Red Sox right now, I think there are only three teams in baseball that have committed less errors than the Red Sox on a per-game basis. And then, you know, we're, we're only a quarter into the season, so maybe nine doesn't look that bad. But you say, okay, what are the other shortstops that, are, that are we're competing with in the American League East? How many errors do they have? Five? Four, three. My question to you, because you're a baseball guy, you know baseball is about strength up the middle in terms of going anywhere. And where the Red Sox are in terms of strength up the middle is super weak. So, you know, what's the lifespan of, of Kike here? Why not shop that guy? Why not move him? Why not trade him? You got your stud in center right now. Why would you keep Kike? He can't play shortstop. They've got to get rid of that guy. But I want to hear your take on it. Sure. And Steve, uh, listen, nine errors. You lead the major league in errors. It's as a results business. So that's that's what it is. And I can tell you, having watched these games as closely as I had watched them, when you do the broadcast, you I can tell you, you watch it ten times closer than you do if you're writing. You just do. And I was saying, like, Kike Hernandez – in the last, whatever, week, week and a half, had played far and away better than he had all year long. That doesn't make a difference today. He made his ninth error. He made a costly error. So you're going to have to find consistency up the middle. Yeah, maybe they feel like this was an aberration. Maybe they feel that way. I don't know. But I do know that they feel like he was getting better, that, that the, the, it was definitely a problem early in the year. 
And when you talk about fixing it going forward or adjusting it going forward, that's where the Trevor Story conversation, I'm not saying he's playing shortstop. You don't trade Kike Hernandez because he's the guy that you have to fill in if somebody doesn't work out in center field or doesn't work out at second base or doesn't work out at shortstop. It not, might not be the guy that you want a lot of times, but he's a guy that can be very, very important at a lot of different positions. So, anyway, Steve, I, I got I to take these other calls. I appreciate you calling. Call back another time. Uh, I hope I answer your question as well as I can. So, uh, okay, let's go to Allison in Cambridge. Allison, what's going on? Hey, Rob. I want to say that it seems very appropriate to me the Fox game of the week has Xander going up against Mookie. That my instinct about this game, what came to my head is, Heim, welcome to the karma of the Red Sox. I feel like Heim has brought us back to the Harrington Trust and Dan Duquette, and when John Henry let Larry Lucchino make the decisions rather than Theo or somebody else. That what has happened is he had a year and a half last year, no, 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 no closer last year, no first baseman for first and a half. He, he blew, you're supposed to have a great offense last year, and we didn't because he blew the spirit of Xander and Rafi. We could have had this great offense with not very good pitching. We could have had that last year. That this is what he's seen. So he was happy. He was like, oh, my God, I got us, like, Kenley. He got the 400th. I was happy for Kenley getting it. But obviously Xander should be there. Xander's from Aruba, and he's from Curacao. There would have been this great feeling that everything is out of whack, and, and he's going to realize that. This is not Tampa Bay. People care. And, and every team has the, everything has their own karma, their own feeling. This is so Red Sox. And that's the feeling that I had is, Heim, welcome to the Red Sox. You have totally effed up, and this is what you're going to get. And I need him fired by the trade deadline, and that's what I want. I need us to go forward with somebody different. I got, I got to be honest with you, Allison. You know, we – we love the passion. We love you're our, one of our favorite callers, and, and we love especially when it comes to the Bogarts rants. But Allison, I gotta be honest with you, this is not a good time to go down the Heim Bloom road. It's just not. Why? I mean, it, it, because because, he, because he, he, last year we could have had a good team. He definitely blowed it. I mean that he is exactly as I told you when when I first called the show. I I thought that it was amazing that Brian Cashman. That, that he was getting credit for Stick Michaels and what the people that credit. And Sean, and Sean McAdams said, well, he didn't feel he had to put his own stamp on it. It is clear that Heim is the kind of person who feels that everything has to be his, even though the minor leagues are mostly Dave Dombrowski. That the fact is, no, I, I, will, I will not give him credit for anything, absolutely <laughs> nothing. I won't. I, I, I want to ask you this, Allison. I want to ask you this, Allison. I want to ask you this. Nobody follows the, the team more than you. And again, no one's more passionate about it than you. I want to ask you this. You give me the honest answer. Yes. If Kenley Jansen comes in today and saves this game, are you, saying, are you calling up and saying the same thing? Oh, no. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. The thing is, no, 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 no. That has nothing to do with Kenley Jansen. I like Kenley Jansen. No, no. I'm just talking about the result. You know, because like I said, like I said, the problem, the problem is, the problem is if that implosion, that implosion doesn't happen today, we, we, we continue to go down this, wow, Himes had a really good couple, couple weeks here road. No, no, no. I'm coming from a different place. Why didn't he give us a closer last year? I'm saying that we could have had a much better team last year if Heim hadn't done things. And the year before, I mean, the year before, if it, was, it wasn't for Alex Cora, we never, I mean, that he only got us 
Kyle for Kyle Schwarber because he was cheap and that it had to take three weeks. I mean that he's not going to. And the reason I, I also thought it was very weird that Will Fleming. I had no idea about um, about the person that that uh, about Pablo Reyes because no one on the on, on WI is talking about things that are happening uh, with the Red Sox. That Pablo Re, uh, that that um, Pablo Reyes that he out of nowhere said that the Red Sox were actually looking at more established shortstops and decided that they were they had like they weren't good anymore and what I thought that was it was Heim didn't want to pay he didn't want to pay that he feels no, like he, listen, what he's talking about is Jose and, and Travis Story and, that and, they and, are going to come back Allison we got to get going I call please call back next time I'm on I appreciate it but what he's talking about is Jose Iglesias and Jose Iglesias because that's the one that jumps to mind everyone's familiar with him right-handed hitter middle infielder and in their view he just wasn't he wasn't really that good anymore I mean that's what it was He's in the minor leagues now, and I, I know everyone's familiar, but that's, I think, what we're all talking about. Um, and I don't know how long Pablo Reyes is going to be here. Christian Royo is going to be coming back. Uh, so there you go. But I love the passion. I love the passion so far. we got one more segment before we get to the top of the hour. 617-779-7937. I appreciate everybody hanging on here, but we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. All right, I wish you could be on with you till midnight. A lot of ranting, raving, agreeing, talking, baseball to, to get to. I'm Rob Bradford. This is Red Sox Review, but I can't. We only have a few more minutes, so I'm going to ask you to be very quick. Get what is off your chest, off your chest, and then we're going to move on. All right, Teddy and Newton, what's going on, Teddy? Hi, Rob. Thank you for my time. Um, really quick, three things. Uh, the third, I want to speak to it, uh, if I could, a little bit later. First of all, uh, in defense of Allison, you asked people to call into rant and rave. She ranted and raved about Bloom, albeit about Bloom, and you asked her, well, what if they won today? She wouldn't, none, none of us would be up no, the Bloom thing just seemed, uh, Teddy, the Bloom, this thing, the Bloom thing seemed weird to me, and I like, I, I know, love Allison, I love Allison, but the Bloom thing seemed weird considering sort of where they've landed. Well, but anyway, go ahead, Teddy, go ahead. I agree. Number, number two, I think the big picture, as we said yesterday, was the big picture was Paxton, not Jensen, and today the big picture was Sale, not Jensen. So I'm, I'm comfortable with the Sox are gone. Jensen aside, because of the starters. Mm-hmm. All right, and now my third, third point. <laughs> yeah, the game yesterday when the when the ball person picked up the ball that could have been a double and scored a run that affected the game. Yeah, and, it, it, Teddy, and, thanks and, for the, and, We, we got to get going, Teddy. Sorry about the, it. Would be so quick. Call back next time, please. But uh, you know, I'm not going to rail on the ball. Everyone makes mistakes. It is what it is, and I know people might disagree with me, but you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, I will say this, you know, sale is a big part of this story. No question about it. Bigger picture, that's probably the biggest takeaway, much like the Paxton thing, if Paxton can continue. All right, Alex in Connecticut, what's going on, Alex? Hey, Rob, you know, I stopped uh, I stopped listening, even following the Sox last year because I was getting sick, literally sick. I called every night and spoke to Brian every night. I spoke to you a few times, as a matter of fact. And I told Brian I wasn't going to call anymore because I'm sick of Hind Bloom. And you know what? Allison is 1,000% correct. The last two years, that guy could have done so much to help our team, and he never did. He destroyed our team, and he should be fired. He should be gone, regardless of whether we win today or lose today, or if they win the next 10 games or they lose the next 10 games. This guy destroyed our team. He needs to be gone. And John Henry, I got a lot of problems with him, too. All he cared about was he wanted to start up the new league in, in, in Europe. He couldn't do it. Now he wants to start Liverpool. He got his hands up to the Pittsburgh Penguins. He wants to get into the NBA. He doesn't give a damn anymore about the Sox. 
We need somebody to care about the Sox. Xander Bogart should still be on the Sox, and this guy's got to go. He, he found Schwab, and Alex is absolutely correct. The only reason that he got it was because Schwab was hurt, and we had to wait three weeks for him to help. God, thank God we've got Alex Carter behind the bench, because if Alex wasn't for Alex Carter, this team would be in a disaster right now. That's all I gotta say. All right, Alex. Nice friend. The I mean, passion. This, yeah, I mean, if you want, you can agree. You can disagree. I don't care, man. Like it's like you, at least you're passionate. This is what it's about. Let's go. I mean, all week long, we need this passion about baseball. I'm fired up now. Yeah, I don't even know why. Uh, <laughs> we. All right, Mike in Connecticut. What's going on, Mike? Mike. Uh, hey. What's up, buddy? Now you know I haven't missed a Red Sox game since 1978. And Allison and Alex, and Allison and uh, the last caller are one hundred percent right. For every good move this Bloom has made, he's made five bad ones. Rob, he's got to go, and I, you, you're not going to change my mind or anybody's mind. Overall, he's been terrible. And the biggest problem with the Red Sox is his Cora. Yes, he's a good manager. The players play hard for him, but he got his pets, and it's getting to be a little bit too much. Hernandez is not a shortstop, and I'm tired of him hitting the ball good for ten days. And then going in the next ten days, where he can't even put the ball in play. They got to make a move. They got a good hitting team. The pitching is a lot better than I thought, but they're not going anywhere with him and shortstop. And you know it, and I know it. When Story comes back, he's not going to play shortstop. They got to make a move there. All right, Mike. We're going to get going. Um, I say this: bad play today. But as I said before, he had been playing better. Is he a long-term solution? I don't know. But I do know this, and Alex Cora mentioned this in the post-game press conference. I can tell you that he had been playing better shortstop, but that was a bad play today. I mean, I'm just giving you the facts. Facts, facts, facts. Sean in Salem, what's going on, Sean? Yeah, hey, how you doing? Listen, you have the second biggest analytics department, and you throw analytics out the window this offseason, right? You sign a guy like Jansen, which was a big risk with the new pitch clock. Then you bring in guys like Turner and Duvall, a guy with game, guys with, like, you know, name recognition. You didn't address up the middle despite the new shift rules, right? To me, it seems sabotaged from the start. So Bloom could move these guys with championship pedigree at the break, I mean, at the deadline to bring in, more young guys and spend the second half of the season playing all of his little toys. And yeah, maybe he got a couple things right so far, but you know, like they say, every, you know, a broken clock's right twice a day. <laughs> it always seems sabotage from the start. He never addresses things post on preseason. And we just go through with guys playing out of position and it's a freaking mess. All right, Sean, thanks for the call. Wally and fall river. You're the final one. We got to go. You got to be quick, real quick. Okay, uh, I'm not happy with this situation right now. It's been a bad weekend, Brad, bro. I mean, uh, you see what happened yesterday. Pa- Paxton pitched good. He got nothing to show for it. Uh, Sale today pitched eight innings. Hallelujah, miracle. Uh, if Equity still say, I would have bet the farm the Red Sox to win this game. But as far as Kike, he's no Ozzy Smith. We all knew that. Uh, so what's the solution? I mean. Uh, the short stops out there who are available, we're going to have to pay a little money. I guess yeah. Carlos Correa isn't happy with the Twins. The Twins uh, fans yeah, are yeah. them. Well, they're not getting Carlos Correa. Wally, I'm, you, please call back next time, but we got to get going. Man, Stiss. Wow. This is a wild ride. That was a good <laughs> show. That was that was fun. <laughs> that was good. The phone I, lines were jammed from the second you got on to the I second know. you got on. I know, on. but that's why I like doing this show every once in a while. It's good. It's like It's easy. 
It's easy. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, well, Red Sox will be back at it. I'll be on the call with Will Fleming tomorrow. And, of course, before that is a little game known as Game 7 with the Celtics. Stiz, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. You're the, you're the absolute man. Uh, thank you to all the callers who showed all the passion. Um, I hope that you feel a little bit better. And uh, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. And you can rant and rave tomorrow about a lot of things in Boston sports. All right. We'll see you later. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 